the decisions that are made um, over the next couple of weeks for mid-season lamb and flocks anyway. Um, you know, there's still time to influence that nutritional period there and, and hopefully maybe reduce the, the issues or, or problems that could occur maybe with suboptimal nutrition. What happens, I suppose, in the 24 hours after lambing has a major impact on the number of lambs reared per yo, um, which is one of the most important variables in terms of influence and profitability on farms. Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Ovicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you less insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. In this episode, we look forward to the Chocolate National Sheep Conference as Dr. Philip Creighton previews the topics being covered from nutrition during late pregnancy, the management and consequences of it, the simplifying farm transfers and the key considerations and strategies. And finally, diagnosing the management flock health issues on farm. We hear first from Philip. We're back to last week of January again. Tuesday the 23rd of January in the Athlone Springs Hotel in Roscommon and then repeated again on Thursday uh, the 25th in the Clannery Hotel in Letterkenny in Donegal. So good uh, geographic uh, spread again, Philip, so it is. We're going to two big sheep producing areas, so our, our good hinterland certainly around them. Yeah, and I suppose an important part of the conferences for us is that we try and move the conferences around every year so that, you know, at least there's 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 a reasonably close conference to everybody every couple of years that maybe reduces the the, the travel time required um, and gives everybody fair opportunity um, around the country. So, Philip, like, what are the big things being covered at this year's conference? You might take us through the agenda. Yeah, was look at, um, I suppose, trying to keep the, the conference as relevant and as topical as we can. Um, we have a line up here, I suppose, focused on a couple of key areas. Um, the first area that we're, we're, we have a, a, a talk on um, from uh, Tim Keady here in Athen Rye is the whole area of, of uh, pre lamb and nutrition, so pregnancy nutrition of yours. Um, this time of year, obviously, very important topic, and it is a topic that's very relevant in terms of people can bring bring something home from them, something home with them from the conference in terms of things that they could implement straight away. Um, Tim will be looking at the whole area of you know how to manage that period in 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 the run up to lambing, and the impact that that can have. And I suppose you know the decisions that are made um, over the next couple of weeks, you know, for 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 mid season lambing flocks anyway. Um, you know, there's still time to influence that nutritional uh, period there, and and hopefully maybe reduce the the issues or or problems that could occur maybe with suboptimal nutrition. Um, you know, and you know. What happens, I suppose, in 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 the twenty four hours, you know, after lambing has a major impact on the number of lambs reared per yo, um, which is one of the most important variables in terms of influence and profitability on farms. And you know, when we think about it, you know, trying to reduce lamb mortality has huge links to nutrition. There, you know, there can be up on on sixty percent of lamb mortality occurring the first twenty four hours after birth. You know, birth weight is a huge one. So you know, if nutrition is right. Your, your birth weight of your lambs is, is, is going to be up where it needs to be and has a huge impact on, on reducing mortality, but vice versa, if, if nutrition is, is not right, you know, you could have end up with a lot of light lambs being born, which greatly increases the risk of mortality. The whole area of colostrum intake and colostrum quality, again, adequate uh, nutrition and diet in, in the run-up to lambing can greatly improve the quality and quantity of colostrum produced, which again will dramatically increase the, the level of survivability. And then I suppose nutrition as well will affect the yo in terms of our condition, you know, and a yo that's in good condition when lambing down is in a much better place in terms of rearing those lambs up to weaning versus yo's which have been malnutrition or underfed 
um, you know, in terms of, of lamb survivability and your survivability post lamb and so all those management uh, um, impacts and the consequences of those will be a very important part of that 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 talk and very relevant for the time of year we're in now, right now. No, you're right. Like it's certainly timely. There should be some good take home messages in it, looking at different aspects of that nutritional input and the impact that it can have, and some of them the consequences for getting it wrong or getting it right. Exactly. Yeah. So what's up next then? So the next talk then uh, we have um, is 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 a talk on a very important area, I suppose, um, and maybe an area that some of us maybe shy away from sometimes. But it's it's the whole area of maybe farm transfers or succession planning, um, and and the the key areas and considerations that maybe need to be considered. And we've we've a talk here from Martin Clark from IFAC, um, and Martin's going to concentrate very much on kind of a discussion there on on the succession challenges facing facing Irish, uh, you know families, uh, family farms, um, and, you know, cover a range of issues there that could include tax implications, you know, the structures and the, how you go about, you know, transferring in the most efficient and, and fairest way, you know, income security um, and opportunities for, for you know, how to have those conversations maybe within a family and, you know, the, the forgotten issues maybe which can cause problems um, through that process. And, and, you know, he has a lot of experience in this area and is an opportunity for people maybe to, to have a think about their own circumstances, you know, and could be very useful for, for, for those maybe considering that area or maybe will consider that area in, in, in the coming years. No, it's an important topic. As you said, it's one we often shy away from. It's one that requires a bit of planning. Like Martin, I'm sure there's a lot of experience in it. And we have to always consider, Philip, like every situation is different. I'm assuming he's going to cover a broad range of different scenarios <clears throat> yeah so i suppose that's the, the whole thing is that exactly as you say here and everybody's circumstances are different than scenarios and that but you know martin has a, a lot of experience in this area and i suppose will be highlighting i suppose issues and, and 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 areas which have have occurred over the years in his experience and and how maybe that could be best dealt with and maybe with a little bit of forward planning maybe minimize some of those issues no certainly an important topic so you have two good strong papers to start off with. where are we going on to then so for the second half of the conference then, Kieran, we're moving into a kind of a flock health area. <clears throat> and again, I suppose flock health, you know, is a huge broad area. But what we're trying to do at the conference this year is maybe focus on some of the some of the, the big issues which can occur at farm level. Um, and it's a joint sort of a, a session where we have um, Seamus Fagan from the, the regional vet, veterinary lab in Athlone um, is, is, is kind of going to give to the, 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 the vet labs experiences of maybe some of the issues which they've been dealing with over the years. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to tie that then to kind of case studies, examples from farms around the country. We have a panel of three farmers um, who are going to share their experiences of various different um, flock health issues which they encountered. And I suppose how they used uh, the regional veterinary labs you know, to diagnose the issues um, and to try and come up with an action plan for their farms. And I suppose, look at flock health and, and, and when, when issues occur at farm level, it can be very frustrating and um, it can, can have big impacts. And I suppose anything that we can do to, you know, gather information and be maybe more targeted in our response um, can be a big help in terms of getting on top of it. And sometimes it can be a slow process Um but again, if we have some level of information, it's a process which can can start and hopefully make progress. So we've 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 farmers there, John O'Connell from Leitrim, 
uh, Patrick Dunn from Wicklow and Brian Keane from Wexford are each going to outline, you know, circumstances they found themselves in in conjunction with Seamus then, I suppose, discuss through that. And then we'll have a kind of a panel discussion where we have Darren Carty from the Irish Farmers Journal will chair that discussion and, and you know, and get, get interaction there between the group in terms of the process of diagnosing and then dealing with those issues. And I suppose, look at it, as I said, it's a huge issue affecting, I suppose, animal welfare, performance, and again, profitability. You know, if we have a flock that's, you know, not performing or not in the best of health, that's going to have an impact. So anything we can do to, to, to face these, these these challenges, flock health challenges, and, and, and how to deal with it, you know, it should be very topical, it should be very interesting, and it should be very relevant to, to everybody involved with, with sheep production to maybe have their own input into that discussion as well. No, it's, an, it's a nice balance to get them from the vet lab to the farmer's own experience of how the impact that them problems can have on farms and maybe more importantly, how you actually go about dealing with them and, and the kind of consequences for it and have the, they've come out the far side of it, obviously. Yeah, and, the, you know, the real important part would be the, the real-life stories of what happened on farm and, and the, you know, maybe the practicalities or the challenges of trying to deal with that. But again, from a real-life situation, you know, that maybe people can identify with. Now, another interesting session. And again, the session, given the time of year we're in, Philip, you know, it always comes into focus. Exactly, yeah. I suppose it's a time of year where, you know, it, it, it can be it can be quite challenging. And again, maybe, you know, it can be quite a busy time of year. But again, you know, if we can put a bit of a plan in place and how we deal with these things, it can be a lot easier to deal with them, you know, in the longer term. Yeah, look, that's really a lot of that is planning for next year. It'll be an interesting wrap-up to it. Look, maybe just again, Philip, the, the when, the where, and what time it's on it. <laughs> Yes, Kieran, of course. So the conferences, uh, as we said, they're they're being run over two evenings, um, as is as is normally the case. So we we we're running in two locations. The first uh, version of the conference will be happening on Tuesday, the twenty third, at seven pm in the Athlone Springs Hotel uh, in Roscommon. Um, and then again, the same lineup uh, repeated, um, on the Thursday evening, again the twenty fifth of January, in, in the Clannery Hotel in Letterkenny. Both conferences are starting at 7 p.m. It's free to attend. Um, it's not necessary to book in or anything. You just turn up on the night. Um, we'll, we'll go through the, the various different uh, talks and 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 and, and um, discussions. And then at the end, uh, there'll be uh, refreshments provided and the opportunity to um, meet with the speakers and, and maybe raise some of your own uh, issues and, and get a chance for one-on-one discussions there as well. So it'll be well worth attending and it'll be a good opportunity for people to meet up and uh, and discuss these various topics uh, before them and before things get busy again uh, in the, into a new year. No, it's a good looking program, Philip. Look, thanks. I'm sure that there's more detail on the website. I'll include that link in the description. <coughs> yeah, sure, I should mention that. So www.jagis.e forward slash sheepcon24. All the information on the sessions and speakers are available there. Perfect. I'll include that in the show notes. Phil, thanks for coming on with us. Thanks, Kieran. We'll leave it there for this week's episode. Certainly very interesting conferences lying ahead of us. I have included that link in the description where you can find out more details about the Chocolates National Sheep Conferences. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for updates on our sheep programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page for Chocolates Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for more episodes.